0: Hi, thank you for being here. My name is Promise and you are tuned to Being Love, the podcast. On today's episode, we are talking about love. Um, what is that for me? If anyone is listening that knows me personally would know that I have the saying that love is all there is that I always say and interestingly people never really ask me to like why do I think that it's either they'll say yeah I think so too they'll just be like hmm interesting (laughs) and today on this episode we're gonna look into that theory of mine where did I come with that how did I end up there and why so yeah thank you for joining Yeah, love is all there is. <laughs> I came um to that sentence, I think about seven years ago. So I dived really crazy into trying to make sense out of being in this world. And what led me to that is also just an episode on its own. But I got myself... Uh, in a situation where I was just not satisfied with what I was brought up with, with what I knew, and all these different cultures that I was exposed to. So I needed something that will make sense to me, something that will speak to my spirit. So I went in and I embarked on this journey of self-discovery. <laughs> and uh, I don't really like using that term, but I think in this case it's quite... Um, relevant. So on my self discovery journey, um, I just realized what what moves me. What who is promise in that sense? And love was just ringing a lot. I mean, growing up, people always told me that I'm such a loving person. Ah, oh, you love this, that, that. So I grew up hearing all of that in in a way that I always kind of I think. Uh, I kind of became that because that's what people were telling me. Then that's just what I then became. Um, even when I didn't wanna like be understanding and loving in the situation, but because I was already projected as this person who's loving and understanding, then I would just follow that. So that was one part. Um but in my my own journey when I was discovering it for myself, um, I came across very brilliant teachers i think the first really brilliant master teacher um that i came across was my dad um who used to really try and give us wisdom of of love of ubuntu and christianity so he was a big fan of christianity i mean i was raised in the church was born in the church Um, At one point, our house was the church, (laughs) and the fundamental message of the Bible is is love. In my opinion, it's just like just love. So, although as a child, I was really not so keen about the religion itself, like the church and how they did things. Uh, which kind of made me to not pay so much attention into the actual wisdom that was coming out of the church, if you know what I mean. So my dad would really try outside of the church, inside of the church, to always like, give us this gift, he called it, that he got from his father. So he would say, "Um, this is what I need to give you. This is the gift, the gift of love, the gift of being loved. And... Now when I look back, I think, oh, I wish I have paid so much attention to those days because my dad had passed and now I just think of all those conversations we had, all those things you tried to teach us where I wasn't ready and I wasn't listening. So yeah, that was the first part of where I kind of was introduced and was taught and i was had my guru you would say um and i my relationship with with church with the religion with christianity was really not good i god i don't like using hate but i hated going to church i hated everything about it i hated singing i hated The whole guilt of things i never felt there was any love or warmth or any like it was all about you know yeah you shouldn't do this and that and it was really um exclusion of other people you know they would we had a saying so other people they call them the word english english is not my first language so i really don't know how to use it from sometimes the words um, they only come in my native language, but anyway, let's not get off topic so um it's someone who's not going who's not Christian, but it's in a way that they they word they're worldly like they they, they're own the world they're physical, yeah, I think physical would be the better one so people that are physical and they consider themselves to be spiritual since they're going to the church. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that, Uh, that they call other people that. So I kind of, like, just rebelled against the whole idea, which made me say things like I hate Christianity and stuff, like really not understanding that I hated the institution, but not the wisdom that it tried to bring forth and interestingly whenever i found myself in any any danger that i thought it was danger whatever i always called on the three holy i think it's called holy holy names i don't know The, the three trinity yeah the father the son and the holy spirit and it was a prayer my dad taught us very very young and as a little girl before i could reason into like how the church was wrong and stuff um that's all i knew he said to us if you find yourself in danger call on these three words and you will be rescued and um in zulu it went amen and I would say that prayer if I 'm in trouble at home or they were gonna hit me for something that I did, I would literally when i 'm shaking and I'm like so scared, I would just say those words, and something would happen, I would feel such a, like okay, and I can face whatever is coming and I really think i i I found such rescue in those words, so i wasn 't completely against it, obviously, but then I moved from home. And did studying whatever I was living in Cape Town. Home was um, Johannesburg, which is like, yeah, different province, like almost two thousand kilometers away. Uh, Yeah, almost. And I was introduced suddenly in different kind of ways of being, like religions and stuff. And wait, prior to me moving. When I was around 16, when I was really going through my um, breakthrough, I would say, when I was really rebellious against everyone and everything, <laughs> um, I came home one day and I found two books that were randomly there. I don't know. Maybe my mom. I don't even know how they got there. They were like self-help, self-help books um, by John Speck spencer i hope i'm saying it right who moved my cheese and the present so i read those books and phew, i have never came across anything like that before and i was just i fell in love i used to carry the present with me everywhere i go you know um and i would read it all the time and i the idea of the gift you give yourself just by being in the moment and in the present is a sixteen year old that made sense, and that answered all these questions that I had inside, most of them were being answered or at least like like shedding light into them, and I felt like, "Wow, I finally find something here and in the same year. So I was reading this book in class and my teacher, my grade 10 teacher, saw me reading that and was like, ha, I have something you might like and gave me, it's called The Secret. Yeah, it was pretty popular at that time, I think. Gave it to me, fell in love with it. I really loved it. The whole idea that I have control of my own life was like, wow, really? Like, are you telling me that I get to... Like, have all this control. (laughs) Um, I loved it. And um, I read it over and over. Um, I had to give it back. Of course, it was not mine. But when I gave it back, I already proven their theory that it worked. Um, (laughs) Just to go off topic. So I wanted to test the law of attraction that the book spoke of and I looked into a magazine, I saw a beautiful skirt, a black and white skirt, and I was like, yeah, I want that skirt, and I just, just said that, and I don't think I even trusted that's gonna happen, like, I just said, okay, this is a skirt I want, and I just, like, um, made space for it, followed everything the book said, basically. A week went by, my mom, out of the blue, now, this is just totally out of the blue because she would never do something like that she would take us to buy stuff with so out of the blue she's just like okay here's 500 rand. was a lot of money back then <laughs> here's 500 rand. you guys are gonna share it 250 each go to town and buy yourself something and we were like wow okay excited we go to the taxi and we don't know josie we don't know town like well you know we've been there with adults not alone so I go with my younger sister, dealer, and the first store we walk in, it was a secondhand store, like, um, um yeah, secondhand, <laughs> and we went in there, I just go in those shelves, these round shelves thingy, I go in there, flip through it. And my God, I live and die. Here is this exact same skirt, Like the exact same one. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just screamed. I showed Pinyin. She didn't get it. I mean, it was a beautiful skirt. So she got, okay, wow, you, got to, you found something nice. I should also look. Maybe I'll find something. And I was like, it's not about that. I wanted this exact sketch. And when I got home and I showed her the magazine, and this is the skirt that I wanted, and this is it here now. Like, How? And I don't, she didn't really grasp it, what was happening, which is fine. But for me, that was like, okay, th- that's it. Like, okay, I'm sold, I'm sold, I'm sold, I'm sold. And I really, like, took to to heart what happened with that skirt. And I felt like, wow, I have literally superpowers. Like, I have actual magic <laughs> in me. <laughs> And a lot of other things happened with regards to clothes. Because at the time, the only thing that was important to me as a 16-year-old was having nice clothes and having a nice school bag to take to school and having lunch in school. So there's a lot of other clothes that I got through manifestation and I got the exact same thing that I wanted. It's in the most mysterious way, but the sketch was the first thing that happened. So yeah, anyway, so now I'm finding my own path and this western way of philosophy and you know? I'm like wow I love this I need to find out more about this I couldn't find any books because at the time it didn't even occur to me to go to a library and try and find self-help book I didn't even know that they were called self-help I just thought you know there's these three books that I've read that are great um so when I moved to Cape Town I was studying there and um suddenly my boyfriend at the time a huge reader himself. Um I was like, oh okay. I went to his place, I saw there was the, the secrets. I'm like, yeah, I love that book. Like really? It's not so great. I have way more here. <laughs> and I just went crazy on philo- on like self help. And then I went into philosophy and then it just snowballed from there. I found myself in Asia in... um in Asian religion and loved Hinduism, loved Buddhism. I just went crazy. And in all of that, I was fascinated by the way people talk about love, like what love really is. And it was so different from what I thought love was. And I think one of the books, let me think. I think it was, I don't know, maybe, come, please, come, come, come to me. Yes, conversations with God. Yes, you're correct. I think it was on Conversations with God by Neil Don. Watch butchering the name. <laughs> His first name is Neil. Um, he. He the the book is like a dialogue between him as a man, as a physical man, with his higher self, his God, like God, and it's called the title of Conversations with God. I, yeah, so I, f- f- that sentence came there, love is all there is, and I was like, ha, huh, what? And when I dotted all the, like, all the other stuff that I, I've read, they all pretty much just saying that, but just not putting it in those words. So, what that meant for me really it was super simple um firstly the way he explained he explained what he meant totally made sense to me but not in exactly the way he meant it but in my own interpretation my own head what does that mean love is all there is and it felt it still feels like the most high truth that i've ever came in contact with like Love is all there is, and like that's that. Because even hate comes from love somehow, like the love of hate. And without hate, we would not know what love is, right? Because then it would just be. (laughs) But in order for us to know that this is love, we must know the opposite of love. So, yeah, not, (sighs) I'm now losing track. (laughs) So, yeah, self help books, going to philosophy. Going into this journey, discovering all of these chairs and loving this statement that love is all there is. And what I then took for myself, that statement, love is all there is. And I thought to myself, how can I then really consciously live up to this? If love is all there is anyway... How can I consciously choose love? Consciously choose um, that that which brings life. Yeah, so. So in all that I've read, in all that I've um, came across and I've experienced, I didn't just read of, I... Went to meditation classes for a whole year (laughs) every week without fail. um, I embarked on different studies. I literally changed my degree (laughs) based on trying to, to, to find this clarity on myself. And you know, when you're really trying to understand a certain topic like love like i was trying to understand love um you're trying to not just understand that but you're trying to heal at least for myself i was trying to heal the part of me that felt unloved i was trying to heal the part of me that felt unjust in the world by my community my 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 parents my government you name it and honestly when i was just in that pit of feeling that life is so unfair i'm so unloved etc um this brought me back it brought me back to my power it brought me back to understanding that but love is all there is my dear i mean you're all here you're all humans and we're all just trying to figure out what the heck is happening here with no manual like no one has a manual of what really to do i mean Yes, there's beautiful teachers that were put before us to help us in this journey. Like I've met quite a few, like I just said. And but other than that, we we on our own. We are here on our own and we're supposed to make it work. And and yeah, so that gave me that sentence just gave me so much so much relief in terms of, of relief um but remove the burden of being a victim yeah <laughs> um the burden of being a victim and i started seeing other people's side that okay yeah you did this and that and that probably strain strained from some form of love whether it was a love for justice a love to discipline your kids to 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 have you know everything in a certain way and we can just go overboard um with those emotions but they all stem from from love okay my loves thank you um thank you for tuning i will be extending more into this topic of love and my journey in the stuff that I've been um, coming across in the in this past nine years now. <laughs> yeah, time flies. It's been like nine years since I left home and started this different journey. Actually, ten years. 2013. Yeah.